I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff, and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us, whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. It's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. How are you? I'm all right, thank you very much. Um, I, I feel a little bit pissed. Why is that? Well, I've only had a couple of sips of the dark and stormy that we had with Queen McDonald, But I had quite a lot of the Kraken... Uh, which is the rum, crack and rum, which is the rum. Yeah, and I've never had one of these before. And obviously I did it wrong, Sally, because I always get it wrong. And oh. against my better will, I had to buy fever tree, fucking fever tree, ginger ale. Really, really, really against them anyway. Oh, dear. Furious, aren't you? Yes, I am, Sally. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, you I all got... right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm clearly better than you. I am... Um... <laughs> I bought the Schweppes ginger ale in the bottle. Uh, That's what I did. Oh, yeah, sake. yeah. I didn't. I didn't even see the fever tree ones. But I would have bought the fever tree ones because I, I'm. I don't have this kind of weird hatred towards them that you do. In fact, I quite like them. So well, I bet you paid twenty p for your Schweppes, and I paid fifty eight pounds for my fever tree. Well, you were definitely ripped off, Lou. Well, you were definitely. But we we chatted to the author. Um, he used to be a stand-up comedian, didn't he? And he's yeah. found success, much success in oh, book writing. His books are brilliant. Yes, absolutely. Brilliant. He had lots of drunk tales for us, didn't he? Oh, he did. Lots of lots about funky monkeys um, and being stopped by the police. Yes. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. And I am definitely going to go and look up a Sidona. What was it called? A Sidona. Sidona, yes, yeah. Sidona. Yes. I'm going which to look is, up that. Because he is, doesn't yeah. drink cider anymore, but I think I might quite like that. I think you will. Should you have a little listen? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm getting cracking oh. and introducing our guest, Lou. That's what oh, I'm doing. Do it. I'm full of, well, I'm full of coffee, actually. Queeve McDonald. Hello. Hello. It is a delight to be here, ladies. How are we? Oh, well, better now. Better now. Better for seeing your little face and it's midday. No, it's not midday. What time it's is 2 it? It's 2pm. It's 2pm. It's in the afternoon and it's a perfect time to drink Queeve. I went over yes. the road and I bought a bottle of Kraken Black Spiced Rum. Nice. That was my yeah. introduction to the, the rum genre, so uh, well done. Was it? I've never had it. Could um, could you tell the listener what your little drinky poo of choice is, please, and then we'll crack on. It's a, crack a dark and, and stormy. It's a dark and stormy. Dark and stormy. Is that your, your favourite? Is that your go-to cocktail? Is that a dark and stormy? 
Sort of is, yeah. I mean, it's the one I can make myself. So in that regard, because everything else has got more than two ingredients. Because um, so, this is basically just ginger beer and uh, the rum of your oh. choice. I'm actually using a spice drum that has oh. mango and pineapple in it. Shut up. I had a rum the other night with banana. It was, it was, oh. It was, oh, it was lovely. And oh, yeah, and a vanilla one. But the banana one, I was like, well, there's a surprise. That's mm. very nice. I, honestly, I, because this is an afternoon record and I've got a hospital appointment, I'm not oh, drinking the rum today. However, do you know what, Queeve? A little coincidence. I went out on Saturday night and um, for the first time ever, I had two dark and stormies. Because mm -hmm. the friend of mine who I was with ordered one. And I went, oh, I'll try one of those. I don't know what that's like. And so, and then when Lou said, oh, Queeve is doing dark and stormy, I went, oh, I just had one recently. So, well, but, I'm, but I've got the ginger ale and I've got the lime juice. Oh, look, yeah, because I'm not even doing the lime because I don't like lime. So there is three ingredients. I'm just not using one of them. That's a maverick I am. Oh, <laughs> well, I've, I've not had any of this. Um, I didn't know how big a measure to i've just poured i've actually poured in about <laughs> she's, a third what of the she's bottle. done is she's put she's put the ginger beer into the bottle of um yes, rum and that's I'm, what she's I'm done staring yeah that's, that's definitely just the fact that the rum is the dominant color in that glass makes me think oh should it, it not be this color name. no it should really be the color of ginger beer shouldn't it oh, yeah it's okay. mainly sort of ginger beer there you go. Quite a good oh dose shit that. so yeah. you've oh but the listener right. loses kind of the color of coca-cola really isn't it Lou? Oh, yes. I, I, yeah you might have got the measures wrong there love oh well she'll enjoy Enjoy cheers. It. Cheers. Enjoy it. Yeah. cheers! 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 Here's a cheers. Here's the dark and stormy with Queeve McDonald, author. Never, um, who looks like an author, as I said earlier. When we yeah, it still it. doesn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> no. I'm saying it. No, but basically, to the listener, oh. Queeve has got a full-on white beard, and he yes. just looks like he's constantly got like a, a a brain filled with things to write. Yeah, yeah. I look like a man who no longer gives any kind of a shit what anybody thinks. That's basically yeah. what it is. Sort of homeless. homeless. Homeless is the word, I think. It's very much what it is. It's, there is a sort of, it's a meal. I, I just never leave home, which I suppose homeless people technically don't do either. Yes. Um, do you, you keep know, your I quills? Mean, do you keep your quills in your beard? Yeah, yeah, for your very writing. much so. Yeah, mm. and, and also snacks that gen generally end up being mm. in there. So, mm. But yeah, now I've, 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 uh, my, my mother hates the beard, but me, my wife likes it. So uh, it Ooh. was genuinely... Oh, you're torn then, aren't you? Torn. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, normally my mad win that, but I see her a lot less. So it's sort of evened out a bit. And if the wife's yeah. with me, she sort of knows she likes it. So she can't really have the full on go with it. She'd like to have it. Uh, but that doesn't mean I won't wake up one if I'm staying over there. I won't wake up one morning and find out she shaved me in my sleep because <laughs> wouldn't be the first. genuinely found out recently. My mother, when we were doing some legal documentation, she said she went, "Oh, sure, I can sign your name." And what do you mean you can sign my name? Uh, well, sure, I can just sign your name to it. I'm sorry, I sign stuff for you. So you can't sign other people's names on stuff, ma'am. She's been signing legal forms for years for the whole family. <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. <laughs> Good for her. She was just Good for my children. Of course, I can sign your name. What's the problem? <laughs> she genuinely was like. Imagine how many um, life insurance policies she's taken out on people. Yes. I'd yeah. be a little bit worried about that, Queeve. Yeah, I mean, I'm just shocked I'm not joined the priesthood without me knowing it. Um, <laughs> she genuinely <laughs> thought when I was younger I was going to be a priest. And then she's like, oh, no. it turns out you did like talking to people, just not in a good way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she wow. has joined you. You don't know yet. You can't write that um, off completely. So, so Queeve, tell us how you discovered, well, you, well, you've already said it was the cocktail you can make at home, but when did you discover the dark and me. Well, weirdly, um, uh, gentleman Joe Hollandsworth, who I'm sure you about now, Andy Hollandsworth's son, yes, uh, who's uh, a fine figure in the comedy community, as is his father. Uh, who's the he's the guy who does all the phot photography for loads of every most big tours and stuff. Andy does, but Joe's his son's a mate of mine. And years ago, weirdly, I think it was for my fortieth birthday. Um, if I remember it correctly. Uh, we all went, I got a ghost tour of Manchester and me, there's a load of the lads like comedians around Manchester. We all went on the ghost tour of Manchester, which is great crack. And Joe Blessing was the only bloke, because it's blokes. It was all blokes, but Joe was the only bloke who turned up with a present, which was really awkward. The rest of them were, were, we, were we supposed to do that? And they were like, cause they're like oh, I was going to buy him a pint. That's all blokes do for a birthday. Joe turned up with a bottle of rum. And I was like, oh, I'm cracking as you have. And I was like, oh, it's amazing. Aww. But I didn't drink rum. So I literally had it. We moved house. I had it covered. We moved it. Oh, I must try it at some point. Didn't. Then there was a pandemic. I don't know if you've heard. And um, literally had no booze in the house one time. And it was quite sunny outside. And I went, I have a crack at this rum. And I was like, oh, here we go. And I was like, Ooh, and I thought I hated rum. It turns out I love rum. Um, so I ended up literally, because I couldn't get a, a slot from Tesco's to deliver any bit other booze, I ended up, uh, and now rum is pretty much, it's weird, I'd say it's pretty much all I drink. I've discovered this when you asked me this question, I never realised it before, that I drink different drinks in different locations. Oh, ah. tell us. 
Tell us. Mm. Literally, when I go outside out, Tesco's. Yeah, outside Tesco's, <laughs> you can see me and the dogs. Um, but no, I genuinely like when I go to the pub, I only drink lager. And right. uh, I was thinking about it, I was going, actually, that's because I'm a very decent, lovely, lovely man. It's because uh, I don't want to be in a round and go, could you buy me something more expensive now, please? Then I'm just. Ah. So I just, just have me lager. Um, weirdly, then uh, at home, I never drink beer. I only ever drink um, sort of shorts or occasionally a bit of wine. When I go to America or anywhere else or like Mexico and stuff, only ever have cocktails, never drink beer because it's me and the missus away on holidays. So we have cocktails because it's fun. Um, And in Ireland, I have never drank a cocktail and never will because it's just I said I said the name name Dylan Moran as Moran 10 years ago. And it still gets brought up every time I see the lads. Oh, here he is. Gone all London. Said Moran wrong. (laughs) <laughs> if I ordered a cocktail, I'd be like, oh, here we go. It's full on now. He's part of the alliterati or some shit. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I literally Wait, couldn't. Do never. you have the Guinness in the island? Yeah, I was going to say, does it taste different? Is there is that a myth or is no. or does it? Well, yeah. you know, I'm surprised I've, I've never had this chat with you before now because it was hilarious when I um, when I was gigging and stuff. I don't drink Guinness. Uh, it's too heavy. You can't. But because of the, I have a full head of white hair, as you all know, but just for the listener, a uh, full head of white hair and obviously now the big white beard. And I always wore like a black shirt or a black T-shirt and stuff on stage. So I literally looked like a pint of Guinness it's like some weird psychological thing I would go up to a bar and say anything in a loud bar and the barman would go right and then through visual clues and the accent he would just give me a pint of Guinness (laughs) I've had a conversation with barman go no I'm not saying you've done it wrong I'm saying I didn't order it (laughs) literally you go I've had a barman in so where was it somewhere like Liverpool going you did mate you did you ordered it Mate, I don't drink Guinness and I'm stone cold sober. Why would I have ordered one now? Oh, I love that. They just, it's like a weird psychological experiment. They always assume I ordered Guinness. I, I love um, that. I did a gig in um, Chester's, uh, Alexander's in Chester's, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> uh, some bloke went in and said, um, could I have a pint of Guinness, please? And uh, the barman poured it, and the guy was the, a mystery shopper from Guinness and said, you've poured that wrong, and because oh, no. you've poured it wrong, everyone in this bar now has to have a free pint of Guinness. Oh. <laughs> so everybody in the whole place, and it was sold out that night there's 200 people there uh, and uh, everybody got a free pint of Guinness to kind of show so the guy was like well now you know how to pour a pint of Guinness and I love Guinness Um, I was driving I was very annoyed but yeah it was like the guy the poor guy behind the bar yes very 200 pints of Guinness as well do do, do you know what that word I happen to know for a fact that's my friend Dahi just got that 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 thing printed up it's amazing how people believe a guy just walks in with the right (laughs) accent and goes I'm from Guinness you've done that wrong everyone gets a point of Guinness and they all go oh god of course he does he's not he's not he's not from Guinness (gasps) what a great idea It'd be an amazing scam to pull, wouldn't it? Yes, because yeah. I don't know that mystery shoppers have the authority to do that. Do you know? They're earning their five quid. Oh, I don't know what you get for doing that. You go and you get a meal or something, don't you? And you just check the service and everything's done or whatever. So I'm sure there would be... A... Sorry, Lou, to... I mean, look at no, us no, trapping a lovely had, story. Like... I think it makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> if, somebody, if somebody's faking it. Anyways, <gasps> I'm going to write that home. down. I went on a ghost tour um, years ago um, up in Stratford upon Avon. Um, and myself and the missus went, I mean, it was great. And then we told it to Gary, who was a housemate at the time, Gary Delaney. Um, and Gary went a few weeks later and said, Oh, yeah, it was great. And then myself and Gary late one night were sitting down and going, What was your favourite story? Turns out all the stories we'd been told, because there were two separate guides, were all entirely different. They all just made up their own set of ghosts. Um, and we thought brilliant. it was way better when we heard that. We were like, yeah. Brilliant, because that's just good storytelling. I, I, mem- I went to a play once and it was, it was about that. It was about somebody who was taking people around a stately home. And then every time the new lot came, she, it was the same person doing it but the story's got more and more exaggerated and she just enjoyed just had fun with it it was great you think yeah i hope people do that yeah just sure. make up or just chuck a few bits in just for themselves yeah. so we're stand-up comedians it's always it's a golden moment you know stand-up comedians that you appreciate if you hear a story the second time it will have been worked up slightly and if it wasn't you'd think they were being lazy because it's i don't care if it's true i care if it's a good story yeah 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 true so quave i think lou's itching to ask you what your no, training no. drink was yes <laughs> i was gonna ask that yeah but no I, I, i'll talk about this in a minute but quave and i did a ghost hunting pontifract apparently the most <laughs> haunted house there was a film written about it and absolutely yeah. fuck all happened uh, oh. at the 
them. The most entertaining bit was the woman that lived next door. Uh, do you remember her, the mad woman that had like all these graves in her in her front garden? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and uh, yeah. that oh, could have been yes. a church. <laughs> yes, she was like, oh yeah, all the ghosts pop in and out of through the walls. They they go in the ghosty house and then they come in our house. Anyway, that's by the by. Queen McDonald. Hello, hi. What was your training drink of choice when you were growing up? My training drink, um, I'd say I kind of, I know I started on lager, but then basically, because I went to university, because I'm my birthday is the end of August, so I ended up being the youngest person, <gasps> I think. So I ended up being 17 when I went to university, um, which basically meant, uh, as someone told me now, they now have a card that actually they change the color of your card in universities so they'd know you're under 18. I was like, oh, what a crock the only advantage oh. ever for being the youngest person was that but when i was there so we start and i genuinely cite does anyone remember cydona do you even have cydona over here what i don't know it it's basically it? it's it's basically an apple based drink um i don't we had it in ireland you don't have it over here i think the germans have it or something as well weird like that. i'm guessing it's spelled c-i-d as in it's like yeah. on on cider so yeah, i don't cydonia so yes c-i-d-o-n-a so basically my mate uh was in university with ordered a cider or ordered a cidona uh, and the barman just assumed he meant cider and gave him a cider and then ended up, i went back with it and then he was like oh i got and he went, oh, i can't drink that and he was like just not drinking at all so i and that's how i ended up drinking cider and i thought oh, i like this this is good oh. and i got into cider and now genuinely cannot smell it without feeling ill really oh. what all cider yeah, just all like literally all cider because it was. I think it's just because you don't realize it when it's the only thing you drink, but your hangovers and stuff are much worse with cider than they are with almost anything else. I think, and it does wreck your stomach as well. I think. Um. So yeah, now I hear I smell cider. My body just goes no. I have too many bad memories, and it just sort of like curls up into a little ball. Well, um, there's a there's a cider boat in Bristol, and that's what they say it's called the Apple, and um and it's just lots and lots of ciders for sale. And in this is on the river, and in the summer you can just sit outside and drink a cider of your choice you'd hate it Queen. yeah you'd... it would not go well lou I mean... would love it oh i would i love cider but it does mm. give you the wind of um several dead animals isn't it it's like there's there's no other f i mean you get your several. bitter fart you get your bitter fart which is like an old man fart in an old man's pub but your cider fart is a very different it's different beast, beast. yeah is it really... a badger what sort of animal are we talking here lou? I'm, I'm gonna say dead badger I'm yeah. going to say rotting dead badger, uh, but I bloody love it. You do. You know, I know. Sometimes you do a fart and you're really proud of it and you go, yeah. I'm going to just sniff that in a little bit. Do you want, do you want to know a random, sorry, this has popped into my head, which has nothing to do with this thing, but because I was doing research and I was reading a book written by an Irish detective and they were talking about having to meet dead bodies, like having to deal with dead bodies. Oh, yeah. And you know, because a dead body, you didn't realise this is also evidence in a murder case. Mm. Uh, a policeman has to stay with it all the time until they do the autopsy. So uh, a lot of times young policemen or persons, police persons, women, you know, what they, dogs, I mean the dogs. Oh, look at you getting yourself into such a state now. Genuinely, it <laughs> was like, oh, oh but police persons, uh, that's definitely the phrase they do not use. But yeah. Yes, you have to stay overnight with the body. So a lot of the time they have to stay in some kind of a morgue. And remind, remind me of that was because apparently, you know, dead bodies do sigh and fart a lot. Mm. And it popped into my head that this they were saying, well, how would you get over having to be near a dead body? It says when you've stayed all night and they're sitting around yeah. and farting and sighing. That I, found, I found quite a few dead bodies, Queef, in my life. Um, and they, do you not know this, Sally? <laughs> oh, just to yeah. throw that in here. Wow, I this, been this recording is turn now. <laughs> just to remind you, this is this is being recorded. I don't know if podcasts oh, yes. using yeah. these cases before. I wasn't responsible for them. They didn't sniff my cider farts and die. Um, although, anyway, but I went through a phase of finding dead bodies and. Um, <laughs> And they went all through a phase. That's yeah, not so we have a lot of questions now, Lou. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We, this is all about you, Queef. But I did. I, anyway, or every single one of them uh, shat after they would. Yeah, they all just. Yeah, no. bail out. Right. Mm. How did you find. Uh, oh, it's another day, Sally. We'll talk about it afterwards. It's I'm, a very long time. start story. that conversation. I mean, you how... can't, but at the same time, I feel the more questions we ask, the worse this is going to get. So I'm not yeah, entirely. Yeah, we, yeah, maybe. I was going to say we shouldn't dig time. in. That's even a bad choice of words. Oh, so, um... no. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, though. That'd be like the frog chorus if somebody was sort of like staying over in a morgue with all the. <laughs> wouldn't it and all the the trays they put the bodies in it'd be metal and it'd all be echoey that'd be really quite scary 
I'll be honest, think... for the next 10 minutes, all I was going to think about was how many bodies you found. But we'll just, we'll yeah, just keep yeah. talking. For the podcast, we, we, might just, we might just have to put in 10 minutes of mood music just to get people out, out, out with the Lou's found a lot of dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite one was at a wedding. Oh. But anyway. Oh, we, all, I mean, we, all, we all have a favourite. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> My favourite one was at a wedding. That's, that's yeah. like a... Just, also, just, just for the record, I've never found a dead body. Have like you just, not? No, never, never. Oh, that's just not, not a normal thing, no, Lou. No, you, oh. you seem genuinely surprised, like, oh, yeah, all the time, every other week. Um... <laughs> I went through a phase. Yeah, I did. I, did. <laughs> I found a load in, like, it was just... A load? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm going to explain to the PR guy for my publisher is how I'm going to end up in a podcast that may not be the publicity he wants. <laughs> Oh, it's a long story, Sally. I'll tell you one night over. Did you have a partner at the time who was always gardening at night? Yeah. Did you go out with an undertaker? I mean, I suppose that's a fair enough question. I was just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Several times over a couple of months. Over a couple of yes, good God, this is the phase that this is she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, on oh, the dead dog as well. That was that, that oh my was, God. I was more sad about that. Yeah, anyway, honestly, the dog upsets me. The people I'm fine with. Um, yeah, yeah, Queef, let's skip over this. <clears throat> no, no, no you just, <laughs> just give me a number. How many was in this sort of? Uh, of, well, in all, I guess it was about six. Oh no, but the, the well five because the sixth one she didn't die. But anyway, <laughs> can I just say as well for the listener, Lou's never worked in a medical capacity. No, she's not been a doctor. It's not you know, it's not been people on operating tables. She's I mean, not, not worked officially. in a GP. I mean, no, wait, not officially. But, you know. She's never worked in an undertaker. Just so people know that this is that we're right to be shocked. Anyway, did you not? I'm surely I've bored you with this before. It's not boring, Lou. Oh, Can oh. I just say it's hardly boring. Yeah, boring but you find boring. one, you find mm. another, and then after a while, it's predictable. It's... Isn't it? <laughs> you just you just use the word for the same sentence people explain to me when they're how shocked they are. They started getting white hairs. You have used the exact same sentence they use. Yeah, you find one, and it's a bad day. You find another couple, and you say, "Well, I've been used to it now." And then you just think there's loads of them. It doesn't really matter anymore. That is not how you describe finding bodies, Lou. No, dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, live bodies are just people. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just going shopping. But... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Queen, okay. uh, can I just say for the listener that Queen and I are hair twins. We we've yes. been photographed together in Edinburgh several times. This is before, I haven't quite grown the beard yet, um, but we are hair twins. Um, we we could be like bookends, couldn't we, Queen? Yeah, I mean, I'm a much bigger bookend than you are, but like, you know, size, well, but pure hair wise, you get like sort of mm. moulds of our heads, and uh, mm. they, they could work in that regard. So, I mean, yeah. I said, now, now I'm just imagining that you, you get moulds of people's heads, and that may explain the bodies. I'm sorry, I'm just going to explain the head, and it's going to be. Do you know um, what I really want to do is I want to dye your hair pink and see how it takes because this hair just as an experiment. Yeah, it doesn't take to white hair like ours really well. It's uh, it's a bugger queef. Anyway, drunk stories. Tell us some embarrassing drunk stories, Queef. Come on. It was that time of kills. That time, yeah, was that time <laughs> you found some bodies, I bet. I kept up around my friend's house. It was a laugh. Um... <laughs> when was the first time you were drunk? Oh, yes. No. Um, when was the first time? Or like really drunk. Mm. I do remember drinking cans at my friend Al out near our, you know, classic uh, teenager thing. And it was, it was, I remember it was very cold. We were walking between my house and his house and they were building a motorway beside us, the M50 in Dublin, if anyone knows that. And we were down that way. And then the police, for some inexplicable reason, there's only two kids, pulled over. And this, this uh, a band guard, which is a female guardy or member of the guardy, and a male member of the guardy, which we just call it guardy. And they, they're now both called guardies. They've changed the thingy. Anyway, the two of them came down to us, right? Guardy person. Is that what they call them now? Guardy person. <laughs> guardy person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, this, they came down and we had these cans. And we remember, I always remember because I pushed one under the ice. Um, and we only had like two cans each. We were like, you know, 
some earlier than younger than 18 let's leave it in unspecific but this got over this bank i think she was quite genuinely quite new and she started patting us down and i had a jacket on and she opened the pocket of my jacket up that sort of chest and she pulled out this sort of little um rock and you know when you get some clothing i presume they do it in women's clothing as well if they got like they put in some sort of like packaging things i think they're there to sort of like soak up moisture or something uh-huh she obviously thought this was hash or something else. So yeah. she, her eyes lit up and she was going, oh, here we go. Because it was quite, and it was like, oh, going, okay, that's just, that's a packaging thing, Garrett, that they, they just put in there. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, and I honestly went to her and I was like, I was only like 15, probably went, okay, but genuinely, just so you know, it is. And I'm pretty sure if we go down to this station, one of us is going to look bad here. And she, you could see her start looking at it going and thinking it through and going, oh, I if this is a packaging thing i'm never living this down so she just sort of like oh be on your way and they always take your name the, the guardy are great for doing that where they, they take your name just to give you a little bit element of worry yeah because they go oh, i'll come around and tell your mother it's ireland um it's weird how that does sort of work in ireland um but yeah i did i got that stop before when i was coming home to my mate's house in the morning i haven't been drinking just... that much can I just put in, I just want to, you know, those little silicon packets that you chalk off? Yeah. Most people take them out before they wear their coat. Anyway, yeah, go I'd on. Never, uh, I'd never even open those. Why, why would I? Who puts anything in their chest pockets, for God's sake? What's the, what's the point of that? You can't fit anything useful in Women them. who want bigger boobs. Anyway, carry well, at the time, on. At the time, I wasn't, I mean, I was wanting women with you know, any kind of boob at that point. I was 15. <laughs> and Oh, you've um, said the age now. You said you weren't going to say it, but there we go. Yeah, no, no, and, no, it's cute. I mean, and, no, honest, sorry. To be honest, that's probably a high, a high guess. I was Irish. If you're not drinking by the time you're you're 14, you're not really trying. Uh, <laughs> so then you got pulled over by the police again. Yeah, I got pulled over. I'm desperate. My other weird thing with the police, and it was like it was six o'clock, but it was sunshine, like it was bright morning, uh, and I was literally just walking home from my friend Al's house because um, I'd stayed over that night and I had to be back for something or something. And I was walking along and this guard pulled me over and said, what are you doing out this time of night? I was standing on a bridge because it was genuinely lovely and sunny and stuff. And I was just looking down at the swans and the, at the canal beside my house. Oh, and I was just looking at the bit of nature, enjoying a bit of nature first thing in the morning. It was peaceful. And he pulled over and went, what are you doing at this time of night? I said, well, it's morning, guard. What? It's the, it's the morning. Like, the sun's out. And he's like, if you give me some cheeks, son, we're going down the station. I was like, oh. Okay, um, well, it's night. <laughs> Literally. Sorry, guard, I don't know what I was thinking there. Of course it's dark. What am I talking about? Um, but that's the Irish guard. They generally just sort of tell you to behave yourself and send you home. And he went, where are you going? Going home. Make sure you do. Okay, well, that, that was my, that's where my, that's where my house is. That's where breakfast will be coming from. So I was going back there. Um, but yeah, that, that wasn't even that big of a drink story. But yeah, but, yeah, but the Irish guards are good that way. They generally just sort of slap you in the head and go, go home. Aren't they all pissed anyway? No, no, they're not. They're a highly professional. Um... Okay. All right, then. Okay. Yeah. Surely the there must be a story. The ambulance service are permanently coked up, but that's a different story. Oh, <laughs> surely there must be a story where you didn't come out on top. Um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, this load. Sorry, that just came out with a... Um, you just asked me first. Oh, um, I can remember... Oh, have you ever done cocktail tasting things? No. Well, I mean, well, I've drunk them, but... Uh... Well, this is this is a great tip for your audience, more than any other audience imaginable. Um, you will see cocktail making classes. Uh, cocktail making classes are brilliant, not because they really teach you how to make cocktails, but because it's a class, they don't uh-huh. have to charge all the thing for the booze. So basically, they make all the boozy boozy in front of you and they go, this is this one. And then they pass around a few of them and you're all going, oh, yeah, I'm taking a sip sort of thing. So basically for like 15 quid or whatever a ticket or we didn't quite realize this you get hammered because the boozes they don't really care because they're not it's not the same as a normal thing in a bar so all these cocktail places where these things are quite expensive just give give you these things as part of the ticket so everybody ends up getting fairly well sloshed um and then afterwards in our one they had like a two for one thing and i was i was not working the next day and the wife was so i ended up drinking three out of four um <laughs> we were living up near the frog and bucket in manchester at the time because it's just near the frog and bucket there just behind it in the north which is a comedy club for the list comedy club for anyone yes yeah, a comedy club in manchester and um this is when we were living in an apartment it was on a 14 story and um, it had a balcony and stuff. And I, I smoked at the time. So Mrs. went off to bed. I went out for a cigarette and whatever happened between the cigarette and the air hitting me and stuff, I walked out onto my own balcony. I had a cigarette and then collapsed back into my own apartment. Like I just been like it. It was really confusing. Like someone had just punched me in the head. The invisible man had just punched me right in the head. And I was like, I don't know. Where's the gravity gone? And it just all hit me. Wow. I was completely laid out. Um, 
Because and that's that's why also I drink beer when I'm out. Is because you know we are mm. with beer, whereas cocktails and stuff can be. Yeah, they can creep up it's, on you, can't they? I don't understand that fresh air thing. I got uh, I went to um, a party in the Manchester area and drank probably an entire bottle of gin. And then I, uh, I got trapped in the swing doors of the Malmaison trying to get, trying to get out. So I went, I went out, the fresh air hit me, I fell back, fell into the swing doors, went round again. And it was like, you can't, you know, when you just see something, you think that didn't just happen and you can't write it. <laughs> I went round and round the swing doors and every time I came outside, fresh air was like, boom. And then, I landed face down in front of a taxi. Oh no! Um, yeah, and the well, he was parked. It wasn't that traumatic. All right. I, yeah. Um, and then I sort of got up, and then he was like, "Are you all right?" And I just was like, "Well, quite clearly, no." <laughs> How dare a... you suggest I'm yeah. on? But the fresh air. Why is it the fresh air? I don't understand that when it hits you. I don't, I don't know. There must the be science, yeah. I guess, of the. <laughs> Of the alcohol in the air. Yeah, I don't well, it's know. A, it's the same as standing up. Because, like, I was... Um, <laughs> when I said about... We, we went to, like, Mexico on a, on a on a one of those all-included thingies where they bring you drinks and stuff. Uh, so you're obviously, you know, being from this world, you're literally just getting those people, come on, quick, you know, every, every time, let's keep them coming, you know. And I was drinking these things called Funky Monkeys, which are lovely. I don't know, there's banana and some of this, but they're gorgeous. Ooh. We don't even get them over here, but they were lovely things. Uh, but I was knocking them back, and I was literally sitting there with my wife going, I mean, I think they're really watering these things down, because I'm feeling absolutely nothing. Um, and I literally were sitting there on the beach for, like, several hours in Mexico, sort of going, I mean, it's a shame. They're, they're clearly, I mean, we maybe if we go to the bar and ask for a proper one or something. Like, I was literally being quite disparaging, going, I might get two at a time. And then after a few hours on a sun lounger, I stood up and went, literally just face-planted forward. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a cloud, cloud of sand coming up because the big the, the large paddy just landed face first and, like, <laughs> and all these little Mexicans coming over going oh it's like they're trying to get whale off the beach going oh we've got another one um, <laughs> yeah just absolutely that was because I was lying down didn't feel it and then I thought, yeah oh, well, that works either it doesn't make any sense why it's yeah, but, yeah. Mexico's good for that me and um Susan Hanks uh you'll know uh, Susan Queef, we went to an all-inclusive in Mexico, and you don't—you literally the only reason to get up is to go to the swimming pool to have a wee. That's all you need to do. Um, and the to go and wee in the swimming pool, Louis. You Sally, Sally's face was like, no, re- literally. Are you thinking about every time you've been in a swimming pool with Lou now? Yeah, well, I mean, and also, I just—I mean, in the sea, yes, but not in a pool. Well, there was <sighs> a swim-up bar. You see, you still don't wee at the swim up. Yeah, you do. Is it, is of course, it, is it you fine do. if people are having drinks in there? Does that mean it's not yeah. bad that you've weed in it? That that's worse. No, ask anybody. But you're not going to get out. You're of the trying pool. to defend it. You're not going to get out of the pool while you're at it because you're on a stool in the pool at the bar. You just it's. <laughs> Does nobody else do that? I feel I've I've a lower opinion now than I did about the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> I was oh, come on, you've bodies, all peed in no. a pool. You've all peed in Not a pool. Not since I was about five. I, now I do get out of the pool to go to the loo. I would do that in a pool. In the sea? Oh, go for it. Do what no, you want no. in the sea, yeah. I mean, I've had a shit this morning. We've all done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe... Oh. Well, I thought everybody was doing it because I was on the, I was sat on the stool just drinking my cocktails. And what just... kind of holidays are you going on? <laughs> I thought everybody was. I thought everybody was doing it. That was in well, the itinerary, pay... was it? And the toilets are. You pay a lot <laughs> of money for an all-inclusive, the... Sally. I was going to say, like, is that, was that in the brochure? Yes. This... Well, no. Well, it is now. Piss in the. <laughs> well, luckily, it's not one of those pools that changes colour because. No, that's the lucky part of this, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's the other. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the bit we should be really really grateful I feel, for. I feel sorry for Susan Hanks who's been sitting beside you all these. Times. Yeah. Oh, she's been through worse with me, Queeve. She's you know she's that holiday. I actually got food poisoning and she had to clear the ship bin out. You know, because you, you were you sitting at that down. bar when you had your food poisoning. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
feels like they might have just like deliberately done that to you going the pea lady we must take yeah. the pea lady yeah. we, like, yeah. we, that myself and the missus both got uh, food poisoning in Mexico because I've quite I'm like the sort of canary down the coal mine where basically I get food poisoning then um, it's happened several times where other people eat the same meal and a day later they get food poisoning but I get it fast but we in that sort oh. of horrible thing where there's there's two of you and there's one bathroom and you're oh. like going uh, there's two of you one bathroom and there's things coming out of four different areas and you've got to sort of manage who gets to put what where when and mm. um, you learn a lot about your relationship in that situation let's just leave well, it alone I'm going to change the subject for the sake of the listener now that's what I'm going to do <laughs> that's what I'm going to do I think if they're, if they're still listening after the I'm sure they are the I'm sure everyone's going uh, thank yeah. god it's can not I, just me that pees in the pool if nothing yes, else can please. I just say hello to all the extra listeners we've got from the Met Police Force nice to have you <laughs> ah. here <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna I'm s- not directly related. Here's Lev Kubiak, the vice president and chief security officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, the dangers of counterfeits and how you can get your medicine safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. They'll, they'll, they'll arrest the Irishman. They've got to find his due, don't they? I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a little shout out to one of to one of our Patreons. That's oh, what I'm who gonna have we do. Got today, Sally? Yeah, we've got Katie Jones, bless her. Oh. She's joined the Patreon page. And if you want to join the Patreon page when I go into my um voice, if you'd like to join to um get a few little extras, you get a little little ad free episodes and you get a little chit chat from me and Lou, don't you? You listen oh, no. listen to whenever you want, whenever you please. Um Patreon I, uh, it's a spit or swallow podcast. I don't know the exact thing. You've of not even podcast. had a drink, Sally, and you sound shitted. The thing is, no, I know. I've had a couple of coffees, and I'm on. My, I've got the ginger ale and the lime juice. But yeah, I feel a bit buzzy. Mm. Mm. Well, probably yeah. just the, you know, the, I'll be honest. You talk about little extras from Lou and myself. You think yeah. probably wouldn't have put that directly after her explanation that she pees and pools. You've given people more than they asked for. Um, <laughs> I always do. I have a drunk story. Do you want yes. to hear it? Well, we ask yeah. the listener. We ask the listeners to send us drunk stories, yes. Queeve. That's what we do, and they do. They do send them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right here we go. This one uh, is. Uh, I'll give you the name at the end because then it will become clear. Uh, This story uh, involves me and bathroom floors. I'm a pretty sane drunk, other than getting slurry and very verbose. I manage to hold it together, but it always goes tits up when I spy the bathroom floor of home or whenever I happen to be, or wherever I happen to be staying. Bathroom floors are a lovely oasis of cool, and I like to fall asleep on them. It's close to the loo, and there's nothing better than than a cold face when pissed. We were at Planet Hollywood in Vegas. Vegas. And on this occasion, I chose to uh, to fashion a bed out of a shower and the floor. Is this becoming clear to you, Queeve? This is it your is wife, it. by it the way. <clears throat> and I uh, had no idea I was there until Queeve walked in to use the loo. And I'm not sure what worried him most. The fact that he thought I was dead or the fact that he almost uh, took me out as he tripped over me and hurtled into the toilet. There yeah. you go. Thank you, Elaine. There was another falling down story as well yes. there, Queeve. This is a pattern, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah there, there is. Yeah, yeah. but, but that, that she does. She's made that more glamorous than by, by putting in the Planty Hollywood bit because it's happened a couple of other times, and that was just in our flat in Manchester. Um, oh, oh. We now have two separate bathrooms uh, in because uh. if you if you get a house where you can have two bathrooms, obviously your your pig of a husband has one assigned to him, and then you don't ever of have course. to go into it. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. I don't know if she stopped doing it, or if I just stopped finding her, which is in itself quite worrying. Um, the thing is that now that's a good excuse to not have expense of putting in. A Underfloor heating, because if she likes a cold, oh yeah, the floor, cold floor, Queen, you're going to save yourself a fortune there. She does. She loves a cold floor. Um, I imagine to be honest, because we we have the two dogs who sleep on our uh, on their crates in our um on our landing, but we discovered literally last week when Elaine went out to put the bins out and a dog barked at her when she was putting the bins out. This is like at eleven o'clock at night. Turns out one of them was only in his crate because he wanted to be because he could open it up at any time because he was literally asleep. He heard a dog bark at his mummy and he just did whatever he did. He managed to just whack his head against the thing, open the thing up, and Elaine was literally standing out there and the dog comes bursting out. Oh, going, wow. Who's having a go at my mummy? Um, so I'd oh. imagine because he's such a he is like he's a Diller is a like hyper protective of everybody. Like, He's basically worries about everybody. He's like a hol- hol- helicopter parent. 
So we like, oh. you can't relax if we're in two different rooms. So I would imagine what would happen is if Elaine fell asleep on the bathroom floor, Diller would smash his thing open and then do whatever he could to get into the room uh-uh. just so we could lick her face and make sure she was okay. I love the fact that the dog's doing that and not you, Queef. Yeah, no, I'll be fast asleep. Uh, yes, of course, of course. So, Queef, we would like um, some drunk stories now. Like you said, you're in your 40s. I'm so sorry about that. Well done for surviving. <laughs> um, what about some drunk stories in your uni? Uni, uni, oh, uni, oh yes, or oh, uni, yes, yeah. Oh, uni, oh, I do. Um, oh God, yeah, it was several in uni when I was. I remember we won a football competition where I was the manager, as in I was a bloke. People quite liked him. Was terrible at football, so I, they made me the manager to stop me playing. Um, <laughs> Those that can't teach those that can't become the manager yes. yes or in this case just standing the side not even know much about soccer so i was just doing i was actually mainly there because my friend dave is a lovely bloke but when people he plays gaa and uh, which is basically a much more physical sport if you ever seen gaa football it's... <laughs> excuse me did you hear that sorry that that was just my chest that wasn't that was the ginger ale that wasn't it excuse me that was a... <laughs> picked up wasn't it on the microphone <laughs> sorry <laughs> please keep that in <laughs> oh, I'm sorry GAA yeah what? so he's, he's basically my chest obviously knows what that is but I don't yeah. oh yeah you'd love it you and your chest would both be big fans it's big strapping men running around quite fast b- oh. barreling into each other but like he basically is used to a much more physical sport so I was basically there to just calm him down so he wouldn't get sent off because I was the one who could talk to him so it's like Dave Dave you know like the thing of the adventures film when, when the Incredible Hulk and how Black Widow has to calm him down going the sun's getting low that was basically me with Dave because Dave was a, was a GAA man so I was that was my management was entirely that but we won so we got a crate of beer a couple of crates nice. of beer um, and I came into lab the next day and everyone was laughing and I had no idea why oh. and it turned out there was a circle on my head because if you ever oh. seen the Animal House movie I tried to do that thing John Belushi's character does where he smashes the can with his hand into his forehead oh. and apparently I knocked myself <laughs> unconscious for a good time <laughs> Um, and then there was a like literally there's a circle on my head and I didn't even remember it and I had no idea and nobody being blokes like literally knocked myself unconscious and they all just sat around laughing at me and poking me with sticks till I woke up again um, and then I was like they all thought it was the funniest thing in the world that I'd managed to basically put a big round hole in my own forehead um, have you still got the marking of it or is it I know I think it did eventually if it faded away thankfully um, but yeah it's I did I was also uh, I was rag week in our university was um, the basically the bar was I was in DCU in Dublin and it was the bar was far too small for the size of the university because it expanded really rapidly so it was a queue outside for the whole rag week like literally people queuing up at nine in the morning to get it at eleven when it opened um, but weirdly. Under Irish, this is really odd, under Irish licensing laws, when they had the big rag week uh, gig, they couldn't just have a DJ playing between midnight and three because it had to be a live performance to get the license and they don't consider it a live performance. And bands wouldn't play then because the bands all played earlier in the night and they didn't want to do anything. So they said, we need to, would you go up, because I was a drummer in, in bands in the university, would you go up and play drums like beside the thing, the DJ? And I was like, I'm not doing that for three hours. It'd be, it'd look ridiculous. <laughs> and said, I don't know even where this came from, but I said, I'll oh, get us a gorilla suit. Uh, and they're like, well, then people won't know it's me. So I ended up getting a gorilla suit and like playing with this DJ. And for all the time I've been in showbiz, by the way, since then, I have never been treated better than I was when I was the ragweed gorilla. Um, that was the peak of my showbiz career because I was I collected more money for me and the other guy collected more money for ragweed than the whole of ragweed combined because we were the gorillas. And we just went around in the suits and sort of you could pick up women and run around with them. I mean, it was innocent. Oh, yeah. I don't know what year was this? Were you the inspiration for the chocolate advert? Quite possibly. Um, but yeah. Wow. But yeah, no, this was this would have been ooh uh 92, 93, Yes, wasn't that the Capris where the gorillas playing? Oh yeah, playing the coming in the air tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I was yes. I was sort of ended up being just sort of holding drums and running around and all that. But um it, the greatest like the greatest showbiz thing I had, I remember going up to the, there's a fire exit at the bar, and that's where they basically threw people out when they got too drunk. Um and I was able, the only one got able to go up to the fire the fire door and they'd let me in because I was the gorilla. And then I went up without the suit on, but the bouncer knew me. So queue of several hundred people. And I just went, Oh, can I get in? They went, Kurt, you can't open the door, and these people go, and this always made his bounce just turn around and going, he's the fucking gorilla. Show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go in. And not only that, like, it was like eight deep at the bar and I got to be brought around the side of the bar and given a point going, there you go, good man. <laughs> so that was... 
I never, for all the things I've done since, never got to feel anywhere near a showbiz as that ever again. Well, oh, now you know, right. Grieve, you should have done all of your stand-up performances dressed as a gorilla. Yeah. I did. Yeah, you could Shouldn't have been you? the gorilla comic. I did mm. genuinely think of doing a whole Edinburgh run uh, in a gorilla suit, and I thought oh, I'd but... lose a lot of weight because I'd, I'd die. Uh, you would have lost weight anyway just because of it, because of being so hot in those little rooms. Yeah, but and... that's the thing. I thought, I'll, I'll, but if I didn't lose the weight beforehand, I'd have, I wouldn't have got through the, mm. the entire thing. You would have had another collapsing moment, wouldn't you? That's yeah. what would have happened. <laughs> would have thought, Lou would have Lou would have found me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at that point I've got right, so used to it I'd have just walked coming. yeah and I'd just walked over you and I'd be going oh god there's another one he's just shut himself there you were, go were any of the previous six in fancy dress I feel compelled to ask now what's come up no one of them was um, oh one of them probably we probably don't want an answer to this do we no because <laughs> it's going to be a real answer yeah. oh well, no, she was a Victor. She was a Victorian lady. Good. Well, it's in a past life. No, it was a, an older lady who was wearing like big, uh, sort of Edwardian bloomers. Okay. Anyway, there you so go. Many, so many questions. So many questions. So many. If questions. this was a video rather than an audio, people could see the look of disbelief on mine and Queen's faces. I'm just looking perplexed. I'm looking at myself what? perplexed. And the look of indifference on my face. Edwardian lady in bloomers. You know, uh, as if that's. What if your patron extras is going to be <laughs> me and Sally just having a chat afterwards, going, "Should we talk to somebody about this? Is this okay? <laughs> Do we need an intervention? Do you know what's more annoying is when the ambulances arrived I had to hold their legs in the air because well you know when they're pumping air through and like no I don't know oh, why well, would I know because you know you've got to pump air through and then hold the legs in the air because then that gets the air through quicker I hope somebody joins this podcast just at about that moment and doesn't hear any of the beginning of it it's just like what is this I'm not sure that helps in some ways uh, <laughs> it's really undignified when you die and you don't mean to and you don't mean to Mm. Okay. Most people don't mean to. I mean, anyway, I know, that's... but like when you're out, one was in a panto for God's sake. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. But it was just all. Oh, yeah, you know, you're out for the day, then you die. You you don't think this is why they say put your best knickers on every day. And do you? No. I don't no. Know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wear my my favourite knickers, Queen. Not that you need to know this. I bought them with Sally when we went to Costco. They're massive. Oh, oh they cover all sins in those knickers Sally and they were worth the £8 for 48 pairs <laughs> yes. of gusset tuckers thank you you're you, welcome on my membership like card your best pants every day now in case you find a dead body is this your chance like, you're not, yeah. like, I'm not going to die but I'm, I'm, I mean one in six chance I'm going to find a dead body That's, this is how my life works yeah. or she carries a pair with her so she can like give the, the dead bodies a bit of respect and just slide a nice pair of pants on them mm. oh you know what we haven't done we haven't made a cocktail for the listener which is what we do oh, we think of a cocktail for elaine yes oh this is queen's wife so is this like mm. stuff you find in the bathroom because that feels like it could be dangerous. oh no, no with alcohol and and drinks probably you can actually drink this and we call we'll, call we'll have to think of something to call it as I've well had, i've i've been drinking with elaine and she'll drink anything so we could put anything in the cocktail yeah okay but can it be anything to do with tile, on the tiles? We can call it oh, on night, the tiles. Night on the tiles. Night on the tiles. That's the name. Yeah. Brilliant. Crushed ice. Maybe it's like full of crushed ice, so it's really yeah. cold. With some, what does she like? Oh, no, that's not important what she likes, really, is it? We've got to... Let, let, what's, what's in a funky monkey? Because you had loads of those on holidays. And also the gorilla suit comes in nicely there, doesn't it? With yeah, well, so. no, but it's not about you though, is it, Queeve? It's about Elaine. Um, so well, we have we did do the uh, my Edinburgh show uh, flyers when I was back doing the, the live comedy. It was always me in a gorilla suit. We bought one um, just to relive my youth, really. Um, so bizarrely, we ended, we ended up using it. Nothing to do with the shows. We ended up using me in a gorilla suit. So there is a picture of my wife's arse in her wedding dress <laughs> over my shoulder in a gorilla suit for um, my um, Edinburgh show, which was called. Uh, I can't remember. Some, some, I can't remember. It was the one I got married about. The, the marriage one. Um, but yeah, you can see, <laughs> okay. you see, oh, that you one. see a good picture of her arse. That, by the way, when we took the picture, we did it outside our apartment in like the area just outside the landing. And then we discovered we locked ourselves out. So we were in a, dress, <gasps> a wedding dress and a gorilla suit having to go, you go and find No, you go and find something. You look stupid. Well, I look even more stupid. I'm in a gorilla suit. <laughs> that well. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> 
Mm. Okay. Oh, no, what, ab- um, I mean, what about uh, the rum? Because it's sort of gorilla-based, let's have uh, the rum that tastes of bananas. Nice. That banana rum that you've had, we could with have the some crushed of that ice, in. With the crushed ice. With the crushed ice. ice. Night on the um, tiles. Um, with a bit of Baileys in it, maybe. Or Malibu. She does have <gasps> a bit of Irish. Does she, she, she does. <laughs> Just a bit, Queef. A little um, bit of Guinness on the top, maybe. Yeah. Maybe top it off with a bit of Guinness. Oh, um, what about just rum and Guinness? Yeah. What about that? Yeah, rum and Guinness. I reckon that banana, would go. One of those flurry, like a banana sitting in it, like one of those. Ooh, banana leaf coming out the top, and there's a nice banana oh, leaf. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Light on the tiles for Elaine. Fabulous. And what about Queeve? We've got to give one for Queeve now as well. Well, well, collapsing. Um, what else was there? The collapser. No. Hitting the air. Um, lose mm. thinking, lose point thinking. Point of air, <laughs> point of air. Mm. Um, um, pint of air, did you say? Pint of air, sorry, it was yeah. the accent. Quite a... <laughs> it was the accent. It was your accent. Sorry, she doesn't understand you. Well, what we should do is really just come up with anything, I'll order it, and then the guy will give me a point of Guinness. <laughs> yes, there we go. There oh, you go. Perfect, Fabulous. yes. Yeah, yeah you've got to do all anything. the ordering. Point of Guinness coming up, sir. Yeah, Thank so we'll, yes. Much. What I'd like is, um, um, a, a collapse on the balcony, please. Yes. There's your pint of Guinness. There Fabulous. we go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Happy We've got a name for days. it as well. Wonderful. Oh, before I ask Lou to ask the penultimate question, um, do you have any more drunk tales to share with us? I worked on a ferry. That was my first experience of vodka when I worked on a ferry going across between Ireland and France. Oh. And um, no, that was all right. My job was cleaning up vomit, by the way. Um, no, I was fine with it. I genuinely was all right. I was, I was quite weirdly. This is the odd thing because I was seventeen at the time because it was in a university. I hadn't been eight, come eighteen yet. I was called Heavy Gang. Genuinely, that was the name of the title. It was, you know, I, I already given a fat lad issues, but bizarrely, I couldn't be a waiter because I was under eighteen. I couldn't be this, that, and the other. But I could go around and clean up vomit. That was an appropriate. Ooh, job. Oh, yeah. Um So I was doing that. By the way, if you're on a ferry, it's not how um, everyone thinks this. You know how how sort of violent the sea is it is mm-hmm. vibration that goes through it because i was on the ferries i remember weirdly um i was welcome to chucky night i literally the guy was one of the bursars went, went welcome to, to yui night that was what they called it i said like, what do you mean yui night so there's gonna be a lot of throwing up and i was like but i've seen the forecast it's not too bad I said, ah, yeah we're, we're going into the current there's a certain current that's hitting the boat there will be a vibration that goes through the ferry you were going to be very busy. And I thought it was like, you know, the long wait. You know, that sort of bullshit thing they give you when you're new, the young fella in a job. They're going to go and get the long wait, will you? And you're standing there yeah, for two yeah. hours waiting for them. No, it was real. I had like a bin bag where I was picking up rubbish. And then I had a sort of bucket and stuff for the for the vomit. And people just started throwing up constantly. Because they don't tell people it's going to happen because they want them to still go to the bar. Mm. But they were throwing up constantly to the point where <laughs> there's like literally a line in the carpet where if they're on the if they're on the uh, hallways, they were my fault or my problem, the corridors. But if they're in the bars, they were the, the bar staff had to sort it out to the point where I spotted one of the bar staff and knew more than me, literally shoving a guy out. So he was in my section before he threw up. Um, and then another guy had seen me cleaning up vomit, tried to come up and help, like, be helpful by coming up and vomiting directly into the bucket. Oh! But he couldn't, and he vomited all over me and the bag. Uh, and my first, pe- the first time I ever spoke to a customer in any job, the first words I said to him was, ah, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> it was my first piece of customer interaction. And this bloke just going, I am really sorry. <laughs> and just oh, threw up God. all over me. So I, I had to do that a lot. But then I was on the ferries when I was, because um, they used to have all this thing where you could just buy duty free. This was back in the days, duty free. Um, and like, so people just got hammered. Like literally, I would, it's different now. Back in those days, it was Wednesday and Thursday was when people went off the, when the thick switched. So they all got hammered. I would never travel that if I was, a, you know, a passenger. But I, I had vodka and Diet Coke. I'd never had it before. And you know what vodka, it's the sneakiest of all the drinks because you don't realize you're drinking it. And apparently I got found by the night bursters in a shower with the shower on. Someone had dumped me in there, obviously trying to soak me. And I was apparently blocking up going, leave me. I'm going to drown or have a swim. And literally just sort of, and they literally just shoved me in there. And then someone went, just make sure he doesn't leave that room. Because we know where he is if he's in there. But he's like, you know, you have to be careful because he's on a ferry. We can't let him go wandering about. Um, oh, God, like a scene from, you know, one of those awful movies where something horrible has happened and then you're just in the shower. Like, yeah. like just slumped on the floor, like reconsidering your life choices. Yeah, except oh. people were coming in and laughing at me because of blokes. Um, you yeah. know, women would be coming in taking care of each other. Blokes would coming in and going, oh, look at them. Um, and again, under 18 at the time. Uh, I mean, I won't, ma- I won't mention the company because there's two it could be. And let's just say it was. You know. <laughs> but 
Oh, is that then? Oh, no. no that's cruise liners. No. That sounds horrific. I, no, I, no. No, it wasn't I good. Do, that's, that's why I didn't go I near vodka for like a decade after that. Go on, Lou. Quick, she's, she's, she's working her way up to it. I can tell. I know Queef. the, I know the body language. Tarquin, Brian, Kevin, McDonald. We found you on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely offended by Aloysius, but anyway, go on. You're welcome. Penultimate question. You've got a spittoon. Did you see me pause then? Because I forgot what the penultimate question was. <laughs> You've got a spittoon in front of you. And it's got the shrapnel from somebody else's gob that they've spat all the drinks they don't want into the spittoon. Okay. Whose spittoon would you, Queeve, Aloysius, Tarquin, Brian, Kevin, McDonald, drink? Whose would I drink? Mm. Uh, um, I mean, it is, as we're recording this, am I allowed to say what day it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, it so, is, yes. Um, I think for the sake of romance, I will have to go for my wonderful wife's spittoon. She is oh. the only woman whose spittoon I will ever drink, which is funny enough oh. what I did put in the card. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Oh, you old romantic yeah. oh, Listen to him. Now tell us the truth, the real answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I genuinely would go. That, that, that's the one I would. I'd, uh, you know, I already have for a bit. Even her, like, but, she yeah. clearly likes a nice, clean, cold floor as well. So she'd be quite clean, wouldn't she? Yeah, she's, she's a very clean person, and yeah. you know, and she's uh, yeah. So I, I think her spittoon, if I had to go for anybody's, would be yeah. I think it'd be hers. Brilliant. Yeah. And now, oh. and now, we have to um, decide whether your drink of choice is a spit or a swallow. And as we know, I didn't put the rum in today because I've got an appointment later. But I did have, I, I had a dark and stormy for the first time ever on Saturday night, coincidentally. And then I had another. So I think it's a swallow. Well, the way I've made mine, apparently I've made it wrong uh, because it shouldn't be the colour that this is. Yours this is basically is... a Molotov cocktail, love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Grandad's urine sample. So, but actually, <laughs> actually, um, or a pool in well. Mexico. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but this is quite. I, I would imagine that this would made be properly. delicious <laughs> if it's made properly. I would imagine it's uh, delicious. The one I have made myself is a, is a spit. It's not very nice. I would like to have a real one, and therefore. Tonight, later on, I will make myself a real one and I'll follow instructions properly. So for now, it's a spit, but later I'm anticipating a swallow. It Don't is... be scared of the ginger ale or ginger beer, whatever you put in. It's nice to have that little kick of um, that. That's uh, just wow. just a That's note a from... As opposed to, you use it as a flourish, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's just, oh, just a flourish. Like a, she's had a rum top, if there is some, such yeah. a thing. <laughs> yeah. You've got a book coming out, have you, Queeve? I know you've got a lot of books already out, but you've got yeah, one, yeah, another got, one coming uh, out. The week we're talking, I've got the C.K. McDonald book, uh, This Charming Man. That's coming out uh, oh. Thursday, which is a Stranger Times, isn't it? On paper, that's the second one of that. That's coming Oh, out. gosh. Isn't isn't one of the, the co-hosts of The Stranger Times uh, in your podcast, The Stranger Times? Thank you very much, Queeve. Yes, Queef. Luke Conran uh, appears in Series 1 as Frankie Thank the Thank you. Hotel. Does she speak like that? In it? Uh, oh, it's the one, Stranger Times, me. <laughs> she does She does whole sentences. Don't give her credit. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you No, she, she does. She plays. Um, she sort of plays it well. She's narrating a story, but it's a vet, and she plays. Isn't it the one where the, the oh, demon yeah, comes? Yeah, the demon, demon comes, comes out, out with dog's arse, effectively. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, that kind mm. of thing. Um, right up so, my street. Yeah. yeah. What's your no, book? Called... That's uh, that's yeah. in, it's a Stranger Times podcast. If you just look it up, Lou's yeah. names on it, so you'll see which one. Just a brilliant job. But this charming man by yep. C.K. McDonald. And when did you say it's out? That's out on February the seventeenth, and um, Thursday. Continue to be out uh, after that, and you know, and then there's all the other ones which are under the name Queeve, which are all my crime books set in Dublin and a bit in America. Brilliant! All available on all the usual places. Yeah, yeah, available everywhere, sort of thing. Just go to. um, What about your website? Can you buy it via your website? You can't buy it there, but there's all the links. So whitehairedirish.com. So you get 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 it there. Great! Thank you so much for for joining us. You've been so much fun to chat to. It's been an absolute delight, and I look forward to appearing in court to discuss the Lou thing. Um, it's going to be awkward. <laughs> Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried, recommendations of your own, or feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at, at Lou and Sally. 
Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash Spit or Swallow Podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to ACAST for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye.